Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. This is Peter Herbeck, your host, and we're going to continue to talk today about some themes in this Advent season, particularly related to the return of the Lord, and want to reflect on His His glory and who He is. And, you know, this just prior to the beginning of Advent, we had the, the big celebration, I think it was November 26th, the Feast of Christ the King. And that's the culmination of the church year, the calendar year. And then we move into Advent, which is now the beginning of the new calendar year. We walk out the mystery, the Paschal mystery of the life, passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus into glory. And I think sometimes we, the Feast of Christ the King and the reality of the Lord, of his kingship goes by really quick. And what I want to do is just look at a few passages from the catechism today for us to appreciate. Just ask the Holy Spirit for us to see the beauty and the majesty and get a, just get a glimpse of Jesus, our Lord. Because when the Spirit of God reveals the Spirit of Jesus to us, or the Spirit of God opens our hearts to the reality of God, and that's part of the mission of the Holy Spirit, is to bring, to, to open up and to help us understand and to allow our spirit experience the reality of Jesus Christ as Lord. And when that happens, we grasp our salvation at a deep level. It's a kind of experiential knowledge, friends. It's not just a head knowledge. It's an awareness like, wow, this is who he is and this is what he's done for me. And the Holy Spirit does the same thing in terms of our relationship with the Father. Jesus said to see me is to see the Father. In some way, the whole work of salvation, Jesus' whole work of revelation on the earth in terms of the message he wanted to communicate to us and for us to step into is the awareness of the love of God our Father and His majesty and His holiness and His plan and Jesus living from His relationship with the Father and the, the delight and the strength and the identity and the security that it gave Him. You know, the human race is in a state, you might say, of alienation. I and mean, we know that to be true doctrinally. What that feels like for people is feeling like orphans or lost in this big giant world, in this big giant cosmos, and and not being able to feel secure. This is why we're scrambling, the whole world is scrambling to with the whole issue of identity and battling over trying to name everyone's own reality, these things. Those are those are just signs of desperation, actually, and signs of lostness. And one of the things you certainly see is very little very little security, interior peace, confidence that allows us to walk each day out in the fruits of the Holy Spirit. So this is the direction the faith is meant to lead us into, into the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. And where do they come from? These things are in the person of Jesus. And at the right hand of the Father, he is empowered by the Father to communicate his life to us. I remember uh, Father Joseph Fitzmaier, a, a very famous biblical scholar who has gone on to the Lord. He described the utterly unique capacity that Jesus has to communicate what belongs to him and the glory that he was given by the Father as he ascended to his right hand. Father Fitzmaier wrote, he said, The glory that Jesus received from the Father became his power. 
the power to create new life in those who believe in him. So the glory he received from the Father, the glory of God from all time, this is the power that he communicates. The glory of God is God's renown, God's majesty, God's life, and he communicates it to us. And Jesus is the only one who has the power, listen, it's the power to create new life in those who believe in him. And we're given that the new life in baptism, but that new life, that seed is just planted. That that new life has extraordinary power, and that glory is meant to grow in our souls, in our minds, in our hearts. It gives us this capacity to live differently. Another point, he said this, he said, Jesus the Lord possessed a power derived from the Father, one capable of bringing about the resurrection of Christians. It's amazing. This is the source of great hope for all of us, friends. Jesus possesses a power to bring about our resurrection. And this is exactly what he is giving to us. It's exactly what he's most concerned about, leading us to walk and prepare for that day. Maybe think about some of the beautiful things the Catechism says about Jesus' own ascension to the right hand of the Father into glory. For example, paragraph 665. Christ's ascension makes the definitive entrance of Jesus' humanity into God's heavenly domain. Whence he will come again, and this humanity in the meantime, his humanity in the meantime hides him from the eyes of men. He will come again. The promise of his return, we say it, that's what we say it every Sunday. He will come again in his glory, the glory that he possesses. And the glory that he wants to give to us. The definitive entrance of Jesus' humanity into God's heavenly domain. There's the source of our hope. There's the anchor of our hope. This is the reality. The human race fallen from glory, raised to glory, because the humanity of Jesus is taken up into the glorious presence of God the Father And humanity in Jesus, friends, is entering in the the communion of the love of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit from all eternity. And this is our destiny. Friends, this vision, this reality and promise and the down payment by the Holy Spirit for it is the source of strength that enable the saints to live so heroically, so dynamically, and to bring the kingdom wherever they went. Manifestations of the kingdom and signs and wonders. Radical love, no matter what the circumstance, you know, no matter what the hardship they're living in. Really transcendent power, supernatural power. And that's the glory of the Lord upon them. The apostles talk about that. The glory of the Lord will come upon you, they say in times of trouble, times of difficulty, when you have an opportunity to heroically love, the glory of God will come upon you. If your heart is open and your eyes are seeing the reality and believing in your heart, this truth, that when Jesus is humanity, the humanity of the Lord himself, that he received from Our Lady, he took the human race from death to life. The only life there is beyond death, like real life, the glory of God. 
He's going to come again in glory when it will be fully revealed, this passage says. But in the meantime, the full glory of Jesus is not seen, but the glory of Jesus is lived and experienced and touched by human human hearts. For those who are baptized into Christ and living in him, paragraph 668, Christ died and lived again that he might be Lord of both the dead and of the living. Christ's ascension into heaven signifies his participation in his humanity, in God's power and authority. So here's the source. Again, repeating essentially what I just read this other paragraph. But here's the source, friends, of Christian hope. Here's the power of it. Here's the reality. If we're living with a renewed mind and we're living out of these facts of salvation, and we believe them, we won't fall apart in the context of difficulty. We won't be constantly rocked up and down, but we will be standing on a rock. We'll be standing on a foundation, the foundation of faith, hope, and love. Again, Christ's ascension into heaven signifies his participation in his humanity, in God's power and authority. So it's worth stopping here for a minute and saying, Father, we stand in awe of what Jesus has accomplished and what you've done in him. We're overwhelmed with gratitude of what you've done for humanity in Jesus. I thank you, Father, that we have a future, the whole human race, as a future for all those who come to receive the gift of this new life, this glory that's in your son, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the down payment of a future glory. Thank you for the witness of the saints. Thank you for our lady who, who's been clothed in glory. Queen of heaven and earth, the first disciple. Come, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we ask you in these troubled times to take us deep into these truths, that they would radiate from us, that they would animate our lives, that we would move from troubled hearts, fear, discouragement, anger, depression, bitterness, accusation, deception, that we would be able to walk in humility and simplicity and bear the fruits of the Spirit again in these troubled times. Holy Spirit, help us to know love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, that we might be a light in this time of trial and difficulty. And it's by God's power and authority, by your authority, Father, that all this has happened. And we thank you. Help us to see and understand you as Father, and that it's your fatherly love and the gaze of a proud Father, and a delighted Father on each one of our lives. 
Lord Jesus, we ask you to help us see the Father as you see the Father. Amen, friends. And the passage goes on here in the Catechism, paragraph 668. Jesus Christ is Lord. He possesses all power in heaven and on earth. He is far above all rule and authority and power and dominion. For the Father has put all things under his feet. Christ is Lord of the cosmos and of history. In him, human history and indeed all creation are set forth and transcendently fulfilled. Father, we're so glad that you've enthroned your Son as Lord and that we are under his feet. All things are under his feet. We're glad to be submitted to him and to to see him as our King and our Lord. Holy Spirit, help us to confess Jesus as Lord with the totality of mind, heart, and will. Help us to walk in the footsteps of the saints and have our eyes set above where our help comes from. And when we see Jesus, we see hope. When we see Jesus in faith, we receive a taste of his glory. And Lord Jesus, may your glory radiate in us. May the fire of your love burn in us. May we walk in courage and confidence in these times of trial and difficulty and to keep an eternal perspective and our eyes on you. God bless you, friends. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth, would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash foe. That's renewalministries.net slash foe.